Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my esteemed co-host for the last 13 years is here. And, you know, uh, between Kathy and I, we work as coaches, consultants. We have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. And uh, this year we've been really focusing on on our book, uh, Emotional Brilliance, that you can basically get at Amazon. And we're going to talk about our, our website where there's a ton of tools and that we're launching. And Kathy will share some more about emotional, about eblifebook.com, www.eblifebook.com. And why are we focusing on emotional brilliance? Basically, we're really zeroing in on what are the key things in the moment that you need to bring forward, maybe to expand, improve, to bring out your best emotional intelligence competencies. Kathy and I have have years of working with leaders around emotional intelligence. And then we're zeroing in more on in the moment um, with all the emotions that are going on that people have today and with the uh, pandemic and the elections and uh, everything that's been going on, the economic challenges, it's a lot for leaders. And in the moment, leaders, you show your emotional intelligence and you show your emotional brilliance. And so I'll say a word about Kathy and then bring her on. You know, Kathy's been my, my fearless leader uh, <clears throat> cohort for the last you know, 13 years. She has founded four different consultancies. She has a series of uh, best-selling books, um, Fearless Leaders Sharpen Your Focus, and uh, also the Happy Working Mothers. It has been a series of uh, what happy companies know has been a uh, another best-seller book for her. So, Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Relly. I'm... Uh I'm really curious uh, about today's show. We have uh, an amazing individual who's not only served our country, but has been serving the future of basically our mind share and our emotions, and um, he's going to do that for us today. He's going to tell us more about that. But before we bring him on, I just want to say just a couple words about you. Uh, And um, and if it's okay with you, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest. So, for those of you who don't, yeah, thanks, Relly. For those of you who don't know uh, Dr. Relly Nadler, uh, you are really missing out. Um, He is a thought leader in emotional intelligence, uh, one of my wonderful mentors. He's also someone who is uh, on the top list uh, of every executive for coaching and team development. Um, he is just an amazing person across uh, all facets of psychology. He's a master level certified executive coach, psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer. And he works with organizations. And currently, he's focused on healthcare because, as you know, our healthcare friends have been serving us during this pandemic and even before the pandemic the burnout rate of our best physicians across the nation 
has been on the rise. And so Relly is making it his mission to help in healthcare. Uh, one of the most amazing individuals I know who can do that. He's the author of seven books, including his new book with me, Emotional Brilliance. But he's also um, someone who's working on, as I said, physician burnout. Well, thanks, Kathy. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, you want to introduce Zach and, and maybe kind of how you came uh, across what the very interesting work that Zach's doing around emotion, artificial intelligence. So I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm living on a yacht, and the <laughs> electronics here are usually very stable. For some reason, I just got knocked out of our system, but uh, I'm going back to... Yeah, closing out on uh, your book's Physician Burnout and Leading with Emotional Intelligence. And you have a free iApp called Leadership Keys. And I think our audience will love our guest. So without further ado, let me jump back in here on the subject of our friend Zach Levy. So as I bring Zach on, I want you to keep a couple things in mind. Researchers say that up to 90% of our decisions are based on emotions. And one company claims it can tap into those feelings, including your thoughts on COVID-19. The novel coronavirus is driving panic across the globe. And now, again, on the rise, surprising, well, probably not, but there is technology to measure this anxiety. And some of it can even assign uh, a score to our reactions. Cognovi Labs uses it to gauge emotion and deliver an outcome, one we can all understand. If we can identify people's underlying emotion when they talk about travel or sports uh, products like Nike or politics or whatever, we can extract those emotions we should be able to translate that into a motivational score to predict behavior. And this is from uh, Benny Gradwal, the CEO of this Columbus-based company. Cognovi Labs is an emotional analytics organization launched in 2016, and that technology is now referred to by the company as emotional um, AI. So it's emotional artificial intelligence. Today, we're going to talk to Zach Levy, who is currently the managing director of Federal at Cognovi Labs. And just to tell you a couple things about Zach, prior to joining Cognovi Labs, he spent a few years between DXC Technology and Enlighten, where he focused on identifying client capability gaps and leading strategic initiatives to meet the, the demands of mission-critical technologies and services in government and military ecosystems. Before pivoting to the private sector, Zach served in the U.S. Army and joint organizations with distinction in various special operations forces across the Department of Defense and intelligence communities. Due to combat injuries, he was medically retired from active duty last serving as the Asymmetric Warfare Group, or at the Asymmetric Warfare Group, AWG, and Zach specialized in information warfare, 
technology integration, irregular warfare, and national security policy and strategy. Before his military service, Zach briefly served as a special agent with the U.S. Border Patrol in San Diego. Zach, welcome to the show. Thank you both for having me. This is awesome opportunity. I really appreciate it. Well, Zach, we're really happy to, to, to have you. And, uh, you know, we've got a series of questions that we want to kind of learn more. Obviously, Kathy and I are interested in this because it's got the word emotion in there around emotional intelligence, emotional brilliance that we're working with. But it sounds like you're uh, with your organization to be able to take it to a, uh, a unique, maybe different way. So tell us a little bit about Cognovi Labs. You know, how do you learn about them uh, and their emotion artificial intelligence? And, you know, why did you join the team? Sounds like you have an incredible background. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I just recently uh, decided to leave Washington, D.C. behind and uh, move back to where my roots are and where most of my family is uh, to give my kids the, the life that I never had as a child with a, growing up in a military family. Uh, so in moving over here, uh, I, I sought out a different uh, career opportunity and wanted to do something a little bit different and challenge myself. Uh, and I'd never spent time at a startup or a small medium enterprise, and so I thought, why not look there? had someone reach out to me and say, hey, here's this unique company. They have offices in New York City, Dayton, Ohio, and Columbus, Ohio, and you're going to Columbus, so why not check them out? And this person I had served with uh, in the U.S. Army, and he had since moved on to Wall Street, um, but he knew that having uh, specialized in deception and psychological warfare and information warfare, uh, that I would appreciate what this company is trying to do uh, in that they're you know, looking at the power of knowing and if you can know what someone's going to do next, you have this opportunity, this time to potentially shape that outcome. Uh, and, and across any ecosystem, that, that's really powerful to think about knowing what someone's going to do and prevent them from doing it, whether you consider the implications of law enforcement or uh, the military or retail, day trading, uh, you know, um, health care. Uh, you know, I know, you know earlier you mentioned... Uh, the with with Raleigh's introduction with healthcare, uh, I just learned of a recent project we started doing in pharma, where we've been looking at this huge problem uh, of people not taking their prescriptions. You know, this, mm-hmm. you have these incredible diseases, these terrible diseases, right. and people go through the whole hassle of getting a prescription for something to treat that. Uh, yeah. And research shows that only four out of ten actually proceed with filling the prescription. And out of that four, only two complete the regiment of instruction. And so what results in this failure to adhere to medications is a lot of loss of life and then financially a, a lot of ripple effects, both to the healthcare ecosystem and the pharmaceutical industries, and then ultimately to, you know, the emotional side of people and losing loved ones. Uh, and, and, you know, figuring out the, the emotions that would trigger somebody to comply with their health care regimen or not. Uh, it's really fascinating to me, you know, stepping outside of my role in, in you know, as public sector, things like that. Um, but you asked about how I came to Cognovi. That's, that's sort of the genesis of kind of blending multiple pieces of my background, whether it was federal law enforcement, U.S. military, uh, and then academically my, my focus on uh, social and civic issues and uh, sociology, anthropology, things like that, you know, going even back to my undergraduate studies, uh, I've always been curious about why people make decisions the way that they make them, and if you can influence them, how, and what are those push points? 
Zach, can you tell us a little bit more uh, about Benny and your um, your relationship to the greater leadership group at Cognovi Labs, just as some, you know, background uh, of the team and mm-hmm. where they came from? So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Dr. Benny Gradwall uh, started off his career um, actually in, in astrophysics as an as academic, and uh, at a certain point he, he decided to pivot his career uh, into um, the finance sector and went off and did some great things with uh, Citigroup and Morgan Stanley. And at one point, uh, at the height of the uh, financial fallout of 2008, he was in charge of the mortgage portfolio for, uh, for Citibank. And it was like a lot of toxic assets, obviously, uh, at that point in time. Uh, but he was sent to a course at Harvard, I believe, on uh, the power of you know emotion and finances, and 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 specifically with regards to marketing, and he kind of learned that everything wasn't about just ones and zeros and actual numbers, you know. And as someone that was you know really focused on statistics and numbers, uh, that was kind of an an opening moment for him and thinking about understanding the emotional, psychological, and this whole human element that people make decisions. It's not just about numbers. Right. And then the reality of yeah, absolutely, we're not mm-hmm. as human beings, we're not as logical or rational as we think we are. Um, and so Zach, he had, I'm going to ask yes. you to hold that thought right there. Don't go away. Okay. Sure. We're listening. Yeah. We're going to listen more to Zach Levy and um, behavioral economics and more when we come back. So please, you're listening to leadership development news. Come on back. From the boardroom to you voice America business network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. We're always talking business. 
talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top performers. We're talking with Zach Levy about uh, emotional artificial intelligence. And just a word, just as we're going from back from our break, make sure you accept our free gift of, of seven days of unlimited access to well, our website that Kathy and I have. www.eb stands for Emotional Brands Life Book. Eb Life Book slash Academy, where you can get a series of tools and techniques and practices, you know, and you can kind of give it a run and see if that's going to be uh, helpful for you. So, Zach, tell us a, a little bit about, uh, you know, for me, I'm certainly really interested in what uh, emotional uh, artificial intelligence is and then how to, you know, what's the mechanism? How do, I mean, who, who wouldn't want to know, I love what you said, the power of knowing. Who wouldn't want to know what's going on for someone else? So <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you've got a, a planet full of people who would like that, so... Yeah, um, well, so as I said, I was looking for something unique and different, and I had known a lot about the university-affiliated research centers and the federally funded research development centers, uh, commonly known as the UARCs and FFRDCs. And these are places where government typically you know, sends money for research and development uh, to either ideate on what could be or to actually work on something very specific. And so I started you know, looking at uh, you know, different th- organizations, universities that do this research, and all of a sudden, that, that uh, former colleague of mine that was in Wall Street said, hey, talk to this company called Cognovi. Here's Dr. Benny Gradwall. Um, and I think you'd be interested because they're at this nexus of, you know, academia, government, and industry. And uh, so I, I, I kind of lift, you know, the curtain up, you know, and, and get to know the company a little bit. And uh, I'd been previously exposed to so many sentiment analysis tools, commonly known as tonation, you know, a voice inflection, things like that. Uh, and other types of mannerisms that you can pick up through communication. Uh, and this company goes a few more layers deeper than that. And it was through iteration at Wright State University out of Dayton, Ohio, and a lot of funding from the Department of the Air Force, Department of Energy, and the National Science Foundation uh, to iterate on this technology. And uh, they, they started working and went two layers deeper than sentiment analysis. And if you think about it, uh, we, we commonly use a funnel as, a, as a, uh, a way of explaining this. And at the very top of the funnel, the widest uh, opening, you have the facts of what's being said, say, on publicly available information or at a call center, help desk, or uh, a polling location, or you know, any use case you can think about, you know, what's being said. And so those are the facts. And then sentiment analysis is this next layer down where how they said it. Was, does it, was it a positive statement? Was it neutral? Was it negative? Um, and then, so then, when you, the problem with that, and, and those technologies are great, and I, I've certainly used a lot of those uh, in, in the different parts of my career, uh, but what gets lost in that translation, literally and figuratively, um, is things like colloquialisms, metaphors, sarcasm, shorthand speech, 
uh, emojis even. So if you think about wh- how you communicate on a cell phone, um, that, that's not exactly the way that most translation tools are looking at, you know, peer-reviewed papers, for instance, or published documents. Um, and so we, we go a couple layers deeper than that with our motion AI. And the emotion layer, if you think about it as the next layer down this funnel, uh, really now gets into how the individual felt when they said the facts that they said. And so, you know, what were they, based on the words and then the context of their given environment, what was said, how they felt. And then once you have that idea of how they feel based on our, our different predictive models that we've developed with our chief psychology officer and her team, we've now been able to take those and assess values to predict what they're likely to do next. And in some cases, uh, it's, it's a very high degree of confidence, you know, and the fact that we've, in the finance vertical in particular, uh, we've enabled hedge funds to be highly successful uh, in, their, in their investments, so much so that Cognovi Labs launched our own hedge fund uh, back in September uh, so that we can you know, begin reaping our own benefits. Um, so that's sort of the, the, the way it works. I mean, you know, very deep machine learning algorithms blended with behavior psychology uh, to, to kind of yield this outcome where you can identify emotional undertones, uh, which are generally speaking the most, thing that's, most common thing lost in translation. Um, and so we do this from any textual conversation, whether it's, for example, this radio show where this whole entire dialogue could be transcribed and put through this system, and it would yield the emotions that the, the three of us are exhibiting throughout the call. And so granted, it's not physically watching us, for instance, so you're not getting a lot of the visual cues that are often found through you know, the human condition of uh, you know, nonverbal communication. Uh, but when we blend our, our capability with, say, video uh, translation capabilities and, and other types of media, you really get a, an incredibly robust uh, packaged solution to support any number of uh, industries and use cases. Um, if you'd like me to go into specific detail uh, about where we've used it uh, and where we're moving forward with it, too, I can certainly do that. But uh, what would you like to hear next? Zach, I think Relly and I are just captivated. So, you know what? Why don't you use an example of how do people make decisions? So, give us give us a case going deeper into what you just explained. How is it applied to something in particular? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'll, I'll use um, New York City specifically and, and Governor Cuomo uh, back in, uh, I believe, around the March timeframe. You know, he has his, his, his show that he does, um, and um, he, had, he had said, you know, there's no Dow Jones index for, you know, the panic that everybody's feeling, you know, with regards to coronavirus. And uh, at the time, actually, um, Benny Grodwall, who, who's in New York City, had actually said, actually, we believe we have that. Uh, and we created an open public, public uh, website to, to show down to like the county level, uh, what words are triggering certain behaviors, for instance. And so, you know, what are the words that, if you hear it in the media, are likely to create more buzz, more panic in this case, uh, and want people to wear masks? What words come out of media or on advertisements that suggest it's okay to go to a restaurant? It's okay to sit inside in a restaurant, or it's only okay to sit on a patio? And... There's certain words, and, and we have our, our, our proprietary uh, tool called Emotion Triggered Marketing that we've been doing with a lot of our corporate and, and uh, private clients, 
um, where we've helped them say, um, you know, companies that want more of product A to be purchased versus products B, C, and D. And we figure out the words that evoke that actual behavior uh, to help those clients craft a, a strategy and a narrative that will yield the outcome that they want. And it's, it's actually, you know, not all that different from what and you've seen now with a lot of the social media companies uh, and how they're able to sway things one way or the other based on, you know, their versions of marketing and advertisements that show up in your, you know, your newsfeed, for instance, on, on Facebook or on Twitter or, or LinkedIn or what have you. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a, a little bit different in how we approach it because uh, we, we do both publicly available information as well as when we're working with clients, we can do non-publicly available information. Uh, but one you know, specific differentiation is that at no point you know, are we ever compromising a person's individual uh, information uh, that all stays at an aggregate level that you know, resides with a client, for instance. Uh, we don't ever compile that on our own. Um, but you know, the, the idea of figuring out um, both how you can effectively detect emotions uh, and yield some sort of predictive outcome. And when you have that model, depending on what you're looking at, you could have a lot of time, um, or in some cases, you know, it could be minutes, hours, days, uh, to conduct some sort of intervening or interdicting action uh, to create the outcome that you wanted. Um, and so for, for me, with looking at the, you know, the national security ecosystem and, and law enforcement world, uh, obviously there's a lot of really powerful you know, scenarios there. Uh, and, and a lot of times we talk to clients and, and they quickly jump back to a, a, an older, not old movie, but Tom Cruise did a movie called Minority Report. Uh, and the idea was, you know, through this, this new technology of precognition, uh, for instance, law enforcement could prevent crime from happening by identifying potential criminals and, and interdicting them before they committed an act. Um, and, and so, you know, there's, there's, Layers to that that can certainly be unpacked when it comes to, uh, you know, things like, um, you know, free, free choice, free will, and, and the, the power of, you know, an individual's, you know, freedom and choice, um, and how much do you interfere with it? Um, certainly when people are talking about creating revenues, uh, you know, a lot of it comes down to, you know, where you can get people to willingly give that data um, because they want the latest update to the app or they want a coupon or they want 30 cents off their gallon of gas. Um, and so there's all these different things that, you know, are, are at play and we're, we're finding ourselves increasingly immersed in this now. There's not too many places you can turn in your daily life uh, where you're not encountering right. this. And so Cognovi is just looking to, uh, you know, you're use our emotion AI in, in specific use cases. Yeah. Zach, I was going to say you are very, very enthusiastic about this subject. And um, as many of us, as many of us are listening to uh, the excitement in your voice, uh, we can tell that this is also very authentic. We're going to go to a quick break. Uh, when we come back, if there's one client that you can break this down for, um, <clears throat> pardon me, without giving the client's name away, if that's impractical. Um, I think it would be really helpful for our audience to just get an idea of what you're getting people to do or not to do. And um, we'll also talk about what's the difference between emotional analysis and sentiment. So don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. 
we're having an exciting conversation with Zach Levy from Cognovi Lab. So come right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Zach uh, Levy. You can uh, see his website at www.cognovilabs, C-O-G-N-O-V-I, labs.com. And um, before the break, Zach, we're asking about maybe some examples, and I also noticed, you know, you have some interesting things in there just about the coronavirus. So maybe, you know, give us an example of, of um, how this works. But also it would be interesting, what, you know, how do you do it? What uh, is it just the sound? And maybe you can kind of talk about both. Kind of how do you do it, and then maybe an example. How do you how do you get the information? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm, let, let me do the the coronavirus topic first. Um, so obviously, um, you know, there's there's a lot of fear, a lot of unknown, a lot of um, actual you know emotions <laughs> that are associated with all things related to COVID nineteen. Um, Cognovi's Emotion AI uh, patented technology, um, when it was created, was based off of uh, a 1972 psychologist named Dr. Paul Ekman. He had published the six core emotions that drive human behavior, and those emotions were fear, anger, disgust, joy, sadness, and surprise. And so, the the company when it was created, uh, you know, they were you know a lot of uh, novel technology was being created at what was called the, the Noesis Center at Wright State University. And this is where the technology was created. And at the time, it was a, uh, the, one of the world's top 100 data scientists, computer scientists in the world. His name is Dr. Amit Sheth. He's a double IEEE fellow, uh, really smart person who's still uh, is, is part of our board and a technology advisor for us. Uh, he now runs the uh, South Carolina State AI Center for the entire state. Uh, he also teaches at, at uh, USC down there. Um, and when the te- technology was created, they, they took those six core emotions and they found a way to take free-flowing conversations from publicly available information. So if you just think about Twitter, for instance, the amount of text that is expressed throughout Twitter, throughout any given day, week, month, year, uh, and Cognovi Labs' technology was trained on millions of examples of, da- of these data sets. And, and so when a lot of machine models, machine learning models, you know, or look at 
a thousand points of reference or ten thousand points of reference, fifty thousand points of reference uh, to get their models and predictive, you know, you know, um, scores to yield some sort of tangible, uh, you know, outcome. Uh, Cognovi's and the millions of quantities, and so that part was pretty unique. And 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 having spent a lot of time as a tech scout for the DoD, uh, that was something that I knew that seems to be uh, difficult to come by. Um, and so, you know, specific relationships with social media companies has, has really been powerful uh, for Cognovi to get access to these sorts of information. And of course, we as humans talk a lot differently online or on a cell phone or through text than we actually act in real life. You know, the, the saying of, uh, you don't talk to talk the same way you walk to walk, that, court, that sort of thing. And, and the idea that, you know, what you say behind the anonymity uh, of a screen, for instance, versus what you actually go out and do are, are different things. Um, we had, we started focusing on a way to quantify that. And we used Paul Ekman's six core emotions to do that. And, and since then, and so, they've, they've iterated and added other emotions. Um, Zach, but for ask, the coronavirus panic ending. Zach, let me just inter- interject here just so we can clarify. So, so it does look like you're able to kind of have a percentage of which of these six emotions certain situations lead to. Is that right? When you kind of look at, you know, some of the um, information you have, I'm looking at the crisis monitor around coronavirus. You have, you know, things like online retail, you have travel, you have school, and then you click on it, and then Ekman's, which Kathy and I are very familiar with, you know, it's, we have highlight that in our book, Emotional Brilliance, you have the four, the six emotions. So say a little bit about how those are coordinated. Like when you click on some of these and, and then that emotion wheel pops up, though, that's from your data that you saw of those six? Because that's kind of the, the end of this is, is what emotions are being highlighted by the, by the issue or concern. Is that right? Correct. And, yeah, and what was interesting as, as I first came on the team, uh, you know, just at the end of the summer here, and was playing with this tool in particular. Uh, of course, my last employer, uh, as an as a international company, they started feeling the effects of COVID uh, at the end of January, and you know, still much of the United States, you know, didn't yet know the you know the the, the ripples of it yet. And so, when you look back at Twitter data, for instance, and this is something that you could do through this tool, um, you could actually see a huge spike um, in the panic score specifically but not so much the awareness, for, for instance, in the United States. But yet people were hearing these you know, little snippets from Asia, for instance, and it, it was starting to create alarm. You know, much like if you go back and historically look at MERS, SARS, avian flu, things like that, these all create these sort of ripple effects of you know, senses of panic and fear. Um, and so the, throughout you know, the, the ingest of social media, for instance, and public available information, which is what this tool is based off of, uh, it, 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 the wheel that you, you mentioned uh, assesses which which how the the uh, quantity of tweets, for instance, from Twitter uh, express some sort of disgust or anger or surprise, joy, fear, sadness, um, and then you can drill down, uh, you know, both geographically, um, but also based on you know uh, on the left side of that tool, we have a, a number of options that you can select. And go specifically right. and say, you know, what, what, what about the effects in your personal finances? Oh, my gosh, I lost my job. What does this mean? You know, you can't, like, what, how do you even go to a job fair? And as things are switching to being all virtual, 
you can see this the index is going up and down and you know back to what governor Cuomo said of you know a dow jones index you know to to monitor this stuff um and so cognovi created this tool to just show that there are ways to look at how people are feeling and what they're doing based on those feelings um and so you can see things like upticks in purchases of cars that might actually have been because you know, the, the prevalence of Vroom or Carvana or other, you know, virtual car sales that specialize in home delivery. Um, but then you can also look at the ripple effect then to your local GMC, Ford, Toyota dealer, and now all of a sudden they're offering virtual sales and delivery to your home. And all these different effects that typically you wouldn't have seen to map it out to actual the individual human behavior of, I don't want to, you know, I don't want the anger and the, the fear, you know, the, the fear associated with being in public, the anger associated with having to sit in a car dealership and sign all those documents to buy a new car, for instance. And so instead, I'm going to sit in my pajamas at home and buy a car online and have it delivered to my driveway. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden you can see there's some positive emotions starting to sprout up because of those options now. And then maybe say something about so, what's the difference between some of the panic scores and then the awareness. I mean, so is some of that that they're feeling panic, but they may not be aware of it, or are those correlated? Because we, you know, in the emotional intelligence world, we always start with awareness. I mean, that's where you got to start, because if you're not aware of it, you're not going to be able to do anything about it. So what's that you know, well, hold on. interplay? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, so, so this is interesting, really, and that question is uh, very powerful. And I think going back to Zach's comments about emotional analysis and sentiment analysis um, is at the root of awareness. And that's just my perception of what's going on here. So I, I think the, the bigger question for me is how does what you're doing, Zach, help leaders and help organizations function more effectively. Because I, I guess I want to kind of pivot off of the, the panic score, because even the word panic creates an internal feeling. So I want to focus on how it effectively helps leaders and organizations be more effective. We only, you know, we have about 15 minutes left, so I want to focus on the, the upside of this equation. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, the, the leaders that make decisions and there's all these efforts out there of, you know, data to decisions and, and making sense of the, the data deluge that's out there and things like that. Um, you know, the, the, the idea is that you want to make an informed decision, um, but you can only do so with what you have. And we're constantly learning what we actually have access to often at our fingertips. It's sometimes just hidden in plain sight that we didn't know. And when it comes to, in particular, dealing with, you know, different parts of populations, not everyone knows organically and locally what's, what's going on, what, may, what matters there. Um, you know, I, I used to uh, teach this class on narrative and strategy engagement uh, for, the, for the joint staff uh, within the DOD. And... I would start off the class uh, with a 15-second clock on the, on the board, and I would say, Jack and Jill went up the, and I would start the clock. And, you know, within 15 seconds, everybody would know what comes next as far as stanzas of, of that uh, nursery rhyme. Um, but then I would turn around and say, you know, how many of you wrote a Ph.D. thesis, dissertation, you know, 
you defended some sort of practicum or something like that. How many of you can recite the opening statement of your abstract? And often, you know, not too many people can still do that. Um, but I would say, you know, what is it about culture? What is it about societies? What is it about language? All these tangibles for the human condition uh, that make something such as a nursery rhyme stick with you seemingly, you know, for life. Um, and, and what is it throughout your, your lifetimes that reconditions you to those same sorts of things? And then flip that and say, what are those things in X population? What are those things in this population? And as a leader, particularly from, you know, the national security and, and intelligence d- the defense space, uh, we often found ourselves without that level of fidelity of a given environment around the world. And a lot of times we had to bring out social sciences, specific teams to come out and help us figure that out on the fly. Um, and given the fact that things change so quickly in some populations, uh, how do you keep a finger on that pulse? And this tool is something that could really do that in real time and at scale. And the fact that it's, you know, when it comes to a tool, uh, being data agnostic and infrastructure agnostic uh, is pretty incredible because it can be truly be deployed anywhere uh, and operate on anything from a cell phone all the way up to a major strategic enterprise with, you know, servers uh, and, and major, uh, you know, IT infrastructure. Uh, and the idea of a commander or, or you know, civilian leader uh, knowing their ecosystem, where they're trying to affect change, the outcomes they're trying to march towards, uh, and having a true power of knowing of what's going to make the ripple effect that they want. And if it's not going their way, what they can do to change that outcome. Uh, and that's what, you know, we, we, we talk in our incognito about with our emotion trigger marketing is that we can help identify, you know, both historically as well as in real time, how to create those behavior changes uh, to reflect your desired outcome. Uh, and then in, in a law enforcement context or military context, then that all of a sudden means, you know, saving lives, looking at things like suicidality or your emotional distress, your, you know, domestic at home issues that typically may not be reflected in a workplace until it's too late. Well, now all of a sudden you could be looking at things like what's posted on online, for instance, publicly available or in a client relationship. Now all of a sudden we know your work phone, your computer, uh, your work computer and we can see things that you're talking about, say, uh, on the dark web and how you're, you know, talking to friends in a gaming environment, for instance. Uh, typically, an employer would never be able to know their workforce with that level of granularity. Uh, and so now, all of a sudden, this, <laughs> well, Zach, this technology. Yeah, yeah. Zach, we're going to have to go to our last commercial break. And, and, you know, what you've been talking about is, I'm sure, heightening a degree of um, anxiety uh, in our listeners at the moment. And if I can be so bold uh, to ask you when we come back to focus on exactly what you were just talking about, how does this help people? Obviously, you're saying it can reduce suicides in populations or domestic violence issues, um, and it can help an organization look at what its, its, you know, associates and employees uh, and stakeholders are doing with their data. And, you know, for some of us, um, we know that people are, 
are watching and analyzing our information. But for those of us who are concerned about that, maybe you could pivot to what's the upside of doing this. And as we come back uh, from this break, that's what we'll focus on as we uh, have to go uh, to the end of the show. So everybody, please come back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers, with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Uh, make sure you go to our website, wweblifebook uh, academy, and, and we are initiating our platform. It's got a ton of free tools that you can look at and to kind of give it a ride. And if you want to get more information, what Zach's talking about is cognovilabs.com. And so, uh, Zach, maybe you can talk about it in the end here just about, you know, how are people using this and maybe quell any anxieties that people may have about, oh, wow, now you know more about me and, and, and that, you know, so any kind of safeguards. So what's, what are some of the ways people are using it in a, you know, 
up front way and then maybe any safeguards? Yeah, so I'll, I'll address the, the what about me uh, and safeguards issue first. I mean, so I, I previously stated that uh, we do nothing at the personal data level. Uh, everything we do is in aggregate form, uh, whether it's looking at publicly available information or through a client relationship. Um, but all you got to do is look at any of the apps on your phone at the agreement you clicked on and said yes to when you downloaded that app to know that everyone is doing this. Uh, you, there's a new Netflix show called The Social Dilemma, which highlights a lot of these uh, related issues. Uh, and I've, I've, I've spent the time with the Center for Humane Technology and, and kind of working on some of these issues and dilemmas uh, of you know, manipulating people and creating uh, undue influence in some cases. Uh, but with Cognovi, you know, we only create specific signatures uh, or uh, what we call signals. And so, for instance, with regards to uh, the previous, uh, previously mentioned uh, issue of suicidality or domestic violence um, or, you know, sexual assault or any of these other conditions that are, you know, unfortunately uh, creeping their heads out uh, more and more throughout this pandemic uh, as it's continued, uh, you know, the, the idea that a, a leader could know more about the, their personnel in a way to look for th- you know, threats or potential vulnerabilities of who might be crying for help but actually not making a sound. Or, you know, who, who's, you know, uh, in, in the government context, you know, we've been talking to uh, some folks that are in the security clearance uh, community where it's all about ensuring people are, are suitable to receive a security clearance. Um, and while their processes have been, you know, uh, in place for quite a while, uh, there's a lot of intangibles that don't go on to that black and white form. Uh, and it's not until a year and a half later when they're trying to get their, you know, clearance adjudicated that the military, for instance, or the U.S. government organizations realize, oh, you know what, they have so much debt that we can't approve their clearance. Or it turns out, you know, they, they have some domestic issues at home that it wasn't until we interviewed the spouse that we realized these things. Um, and, you know, a lot of these sorts of, kip, kip, you know, si- social situ- situations could have been uncovered uh, if there was a little bit more um, b- better analysis of their workforce for this in this particular use case. Um, but when you think about understanding, say, a, a customer set, uh, you know, I, I gave the example of the cars. I could also talk about another scenario where we were talking to companies about mattress sales. And, you know, there's, you know, so many, you know, new mattress companies and they, they vacuum pack these things and they show up in your doorstep in a roll and it's so easy. Um, but, you know, how do you, you know, market, you know, mattresses more effectively to get people to buy more of them, buy my, mar- buy my mattress, not the other competitor's mattress. And it's through things like figuring out, you know, is it, is it good to market a, a mattress to say, oh, do you want to have the best night of sleep in your life? Or is it more effective to say, are you tired of your back aching? Are you tired of your neck being hurt? Are you tired of waking up feeling restless? You know, it's, it's, it's not joy that actually creates more action. It's, the, it's a lot of the fear, anger, and disgust. Those are the ones that actually create an action because it creates a negative experience. And people are like, yeah, I don't want to have a achy back anymore. I want something different. And so... I'm going to go buy that one because they say they address the achy back. Um, and so, you know, the idea that we capture people's emotions, you know, before a potential, you know, negative or hurtful action would happen, we focus on detecting these vulnerabilities and these threats 
uh, or, in, in, you know, given the market segment, you know, what the client wants us to look for to get, you know, we do, I know we have an article published on our work with McDonald's, uh, and they were, you know, how do we sell more Big Macs and less of the value meal or the, the value menu, the one, two, three dollar uh, value products. And, you know, we were trying to help show them that, you know, well, you know, if you don't, you know, change your marketing, you know, you're going to have, you know, some significant, you know, sales deficits when you come to your next quarter. Um, and, and through our products sitting on Bloomberg uh, Intelligence app uh, and being one of the core things that Bloomberg uses to help their analysts uh, write their articles and conduct assessments of the market, things like that, um, you know, we're able to help when it comes to, you know, the, the finance sector and, and uh, the marketing world, uh, especially when it comes to retail and things like that. Um, but we're not, you know, looking at the, the, I'll call it the, the free chicken is something we used to say in the government. And, you know, the idea that we're giving somebody a third party agreement, say like a social media company does. And because you have to say yes to it now, all of a sudden we're going to take everything that you do and find ways to monetize it. That's not anything into in our DNA at all. Uh, instead, we're actually looking at trying to help people understand their internal workings, their internal workforce, and identify things atmospherically around them, whether it's in their immediate ecosystem or on the periphery of the adjacent ecosystems, where they can affect positive change. Um, and so that's sort of been the, the, the nexus where we've been helping both you know, within the U.S. government where I focus, but also uh, more broadly into the finance sector, retail markets, uh, and, and the private commercial industries. Zach, you have been a wealth of information, and I know you have an important call that you need to go to. So, um, Riley, I think we're going to end here, and thank you so much, Zach, for all that wonderful information. And we're very happy to have you on our advisory board, uh, our advisory education board at the Emotional Brilliance Academy. Uh, Relly, would you like to take us to a close? Yeah, well, thank you, Zach. I think, you know, this is fascinating for anybody around emotions. It leads into kind of the self-awareness, decision-making, stuff that we know about with, you know, Daniel Kahneman's work and behavioral economics. So you really got a great thing. We're glad that this is just the start of our association. So uh, thank you. And for our listeners, you know, continue to tune in to tune up your performance. You can go to our uh, new website and look at some of the, the new tools that, that we have in www.eblifebook.academy, and you can be a member of the Emotional Brands Academy. So we'll talk with you next week. Thank you, folks. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.